Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Your cash ain't nothing but trash, so I guess I'm going to have to get a credit card. A 720 WGN, John Landecker, Herb Weisbaum, the consumer man, is at the other end of the line. Good evening. You know, your cash is not trash, uh, by the way, Herb, in case you were wondering. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Herb. Neither is my credit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you don't uh, need to get one. You don't need to get one. We're just going to help you if you ha- if you need if you want to get one, but you don't need to ha- get one. Yeah, the headline is how to pick the right credit card, right. and I'll just turn it over to you because well, the information uh, is is fantastic. Okay. By the way, who was that song? That I didn't recognize that one. You know, I just um, I don't know where well, it came from. I don't know where Brendan it came from. Finds these things. No, I'll no, tell no, you. no. No, I got it. I mean, I don't know oh. where it came from uh, in my head today. I just remembered something like, really? you know, your cash oh. ain't nothing but trash. But tra- and yeah, I don't know okay. I don't know what it was, so I uh, I Googled it, and there were two versions, one done by the Steve Miller Band. Oh, okay. Which I did not use, and I okay. don't remember. I should have given the group uh, credit, but um, okay. I did I'm sorry, I digress. You know. I digress. No, 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 no. It's okay. Go ahead. Okay. Right. All right. So the so the latest article and the latest podcast that just went up on checkbook.org. We did a 30-minute podcast on this as well at consumerpedia.org is how to pick the right credit card. But we started out with something that I think because there's so many offers now, John. I'm inundated with credit card offers. Banks, credit unions, airlines, hotels, uh retailers that I that that I might shop with. The offers, I've seen offers 70,000 bonus miles to sign up. I saw one the other day uh, for $1,500 extra cash back. You had to put in $100,000 to just to get the thing started. I had credit line. But there's all kinds, there's all kinds of uh, um, promotions that are really appealing and make people maybe want to sign up for a credit card without thinking. And the goal of the story is you have to think. And the first question you have to ask before you even apply is how do you manage your money? Do you use credit wisely, which means that you don't use it to spend more than you can afford and you pay your credit card off each month in full? Because the average credit card rate now is approaching, John, 21%. Wow. Some retail cards are up as high as 30%. That's a lot of money coming out of your pocket if you're carrying a balance. It's the highest record highs. (laughs) It is never, the interest rates have never been higher. So you've got to ask yourself, you know, why do you want this credit card? If if you're having a cash flow situation, you know, you want to buy a purchase and wait till your paycheck comes and that's helping you by put on a credit card at the moment, you know, or that that's a great way to use a credit card. But if you're using it uh, not to help your cash flow or maybe you, you know, to get rewards because you pay it off every month, um, that's, that's when you get into trouble. The other thing is rewards cards. That's the thing everybody wants. And that's the thing these, uh, everybody's pushing because everybody wants to get paid to go shopping, so to speak. If you (laughs) don't pay your credit card bill off in full every month, don't even consider getting a rewards card because they have an annual fee and their interest rates. And the two combined will negate uh, any benefit you might get from the rewards card after about a month or two. So you're going to be in the hole by doing that. So that's that's one type of card that isn't even on your list if you don't pay your bill off in full each month. And one quote I just want to share with you, because I thought this was a really good quote. It's from a friend of mine, uh, Bill Hartikoff. He runs a, a website called BillSaver.com, tries to help people be smart with their money. And he's, here's what Bill said, quote, 
Credit cards are the best financial tool around if they're used properly. If they're not used properly, they're the worst financial tool around. Using them properly means paying them off in full and on time every month. If you're not going to do that, then don't apply for that credit card. You know, I have to interject here. I understand that what you're saying is absolutely true, but correct me if I'm wrong. That's not the way credit cards were sold to the public. Credit cards were sold so that you didn't have to pay it all at once. Am I right? Um, well, back when, when the interest rates were so low, that could have, that could have been a sales feature that, yeah, you can, you don't have, I mean, I, mean, I don't no, think no, these, just generally speaking, I mean, you yeah. know, um, well, they're the making idea, the money off the interest, so they're not going to push you. Um, credit. You know, credit card companies aren't going to yeah. push you to, they're not going to push you to, to not you know, to pay the bill off all at once. They make all right. that money on the interest. But, uh, and you know, again, if we talk about in the checkbook article, if you're somebody who has to make a major purchase and you know you can't yeah. afford it, I mean, medical bills come up, things happen oh, where yeah, you've got to sure get do. some, you know, um, and you, you get a credit card and you use it for that, you know you can't pay off the bill right away, then you're looking for a card that has no annual fee and the lowest interest rate possible. And they vary from 15% to 30%, as I said. So the lower the interest rate card you can get, and if you get a no interest card, uh, you know, no annual fee card, um, you know, that's a way to, to to go in a situation like that, which being realistic, I know some people have. So that's, we did touch base uh, on that as well. And you would also suggest, um, I don't want to take away anything that you're planning oh, to, get, to get to, but uh, t- start by checking your own credit score before you yes. decide to get a credit card. Yeah, I learned that in researching the story. That's what all the financial, personal financial experts said to me, because by finding out where you stand with your credit score, it's going to sort of tell you which credit cards you can possibly apply for. And in many cases, if you go to these websites that sort credit cards for you, like uh, – uh, uh, Nerd Wallet and Wallet Hub and and uh, and uh, Bankrate.com. They're listed by credit scores. They t- tell you know here's what the credit score you need to qualify for the card. For instance, with a rewards card, you have to have really really good credit in order to get a rewards card. So by getting your credit score, you can sort of see where you stand and which card you might qualify for. Uh, you can get it free, and many banks do that as a perk now. They'll give you your credit score once a month. But you yeah. can also go to Nerd Wallet. Wallet Hub and freecreditscore.com that's run by Experian, and they will give you your credit for score for free to let you know where you stand. Nerd Wallet, Wallet Hub, or freecreditscore.com. You're going to get email from them. They're going to try to market you. Just ignore <laughs> that. They're going to try to get you to sign up for services. But yeah. if you want to get it and there's no other way to get it for free, that's the way to go. And then once you get that, you can start looking around for, for the cards that may, might make the most sense for you. We're going to do more with Herb. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to chime in. We're coming back on 720 WGN. That's the Steve Miller Band version um, of Your Cash Ain't Nothing But Trash. And the one that was played earlier was the Clovers. There you go. Oh, the Clovers. Okay. The Clovers. Sure. Everybody remembers the friggin' Clovers, don't they? Uh, uh, Herb Weisbaum, Consumer Man, on the air here at 720 WGN, talking about credit cards, the pitfalls, the, the the things that are right about them, the things that are wrong about them, and the things that you should do about them. Where would you like to pick this up? 
in well, our I know discussion. we're short on time, so I'd no, like to talk not. about uh, okay. The you know no. the um, the article is uh, has got a lot of depth, but I'd like to talk about the retail credit cards because right now okay. with holiday shopping, um, yeah. that's the one that's really current everybody's mind. You know, you walk up to the checkout counter, or even if you go online right now, oh, and yeah. you're going to be asked if you would like to get that retailer or online mm-hmm. stores credit card right there at checkout, instantaneously apply for the uh, the account, and. You know, if you're offered 10% or 20% discount on everything you're about to buy, it could save you a substantial amount of money. It's mighty appealing if you apply and your application is accepted. And, and they can be a good fit for some loyal customers. There's no question that these work for some people. You'll get a big rebate when you shop at the store. There'll be ongoing perks such as member discounts and free shopping, early access to sales, and longer return periods. So if you tend to shop at a specific store, if you're always going to Nordstrom or if, or if you're always going to TJ Maxx or some kind of store like that, the Gap stores, you know, you may uh, be able to get really sizable bonuses from these people. And some of them, there are two kinds, John. There's some that are co-branded with a Visa, MasterCard, American Express, or Discover, so you can use them anywhere. Those are the, the probably the, the best, best ones uh, for flexibility. But there's store-only cards, so they can only be used at, at the store, such as the Gap card at Gap mm-hmm. or the Macy's card at Macy's right. or the Victoria's right. Secret card or the Home Depot card. And because store cards have significantly higher rates than most other cards, these store-only cards have an average interest rate of 28.93%. We'll round it up to 29%, according to the latest figures from bankrate.com. You, again, don't even consider these cards unless you plan to pay the balance off in full each and every month. Some of them, by the way, go as high. The latest figures came out this last week, um, 32%. 32% interest for some of these cards. And the other point is, please don't let the salesperson rush you into applying for the card. Applying for credit is nothing that should be done when there's a salesperson is pressuring you, there's three people behind you, and they're trying to get through the line, and you have to make a snap decision. If you think you might want the retail card when you go to the store, you know you're going, go online and do the, the checks that I said about comparing the card. Look at the annual fee. Look at the interest rate. Uh, look at any other things that are interesting to you or important to you as far as that, the perks that that card has. And that way, when you go to the store and if you're asked the question and, you, and it, you know it's a good fit for you, then you can say yes because you've thought it through and made a smart decision. You know, you're, you're buying credit, really. You're paying for credit as opposed to having that gun to your head with, hey, you know, 20% right now. You look at all the money you're going to save. That's yeah. not the way to apply for credit. How many credit cards do you think a person should have, average? The average person in America, most uh, figures show, uh, are between three and four credit cards. Mm. Um, and, and I asked that question to several experts, how many credit cards do I need? Do I need more than one? And the answer they basically gave was, you can certainly get away with one. There's no reason to have more than one. But if you have more than one, two, uh, you got the benefit. Maybe you want a Visa card and American Express or a Visa Mm. and a MasterCard because maybe the one card uh, is not accepted everywhere you go. Or maybe um, if you travel and there's a problem, you know, the card gets shut down, something happens, you need a second card. Uh, Maybe you want one card that's fine for here and good rewards. Maybe you want another card that doesn't have any international fees if you travel internationally. Uh, so, you know, and some of these cards have phenomenal sign-up bonuses. So maybe you get a card that has a, a phenomenal sign-up reward bonus for something that's really valuable to you. And then you have the other card. So I don't think you can go wrong with two. Again, it's as long as you, you know, use it responsibly and just don't say, oh boy, I got all this extra credit. I'm going to go, you know, on a spending spree. So what about the balance transfer cards? That's What's really your- important. 
That's really important. That's for people who have gotten themselves into some credit card problems. They have mm-hmm. that unpaid debt that they can't pay off, and it's just you know bringing them down because they're it's eating away so much of their of their money. Right. Um, these offer a promotional zero percent interest rate on the balance that you transfer to the card. So this is a way to get your head above water a little bit. Stop paying all that money. The the terms rate uh, go from about uh, you know six months to twenty one months is the top end right now. 18, 12 to eighteen is a, a typically good figure. And to qualify, you're going to have at least a good FICO score. So that's six seventy or higher. A lot of people will still qualify for that. It's not a you know a super superlative credit score, but it's not it's, it's not something that a lot of people can't qualify for. So the goal is you want to figure out how long the term is how much money you put on the balance transfer card. You don't want to put anything else on the card. You want to, like, take care of this problem, stop charging. <laughs> you know, you want to stop the bleeding, yeah, and you want to absolutely. get it taken care of. Right. And then divide the balance by the month. So if it's $10,000 and it's 12 months, I can't do math, but uh, right, that you, right. that's how much you've got to pay every single month to get that thing down because once the period ends, the promotional yeah. period ends, that jumps up to the basic credit card rate of whatever it is on that card, you know, 18, 20, 21, 22 percent. So your goal is to get that paid off in that time period. It's not something to just kick the can down the road and like say, OK, I'm going to leave all this debt here and not pay it off. And then when it, the, the term ends, oh, my God, I got to start paying horrendous interest again. It's a time to, to use that to pay down that debt and get your head above water. And I want to tell there's a there is a fee um, usually between the. Uh, uh, you know, three to five percent fee. But for the average person who has six thousand dollars in credit card debt, the folks at Bankrate.com did the math for me because, as you know, I don't do math very well. <laughs> and uh, I could play the records, but I could never do the math. Right. Um, is uh, you know, one hundred eighty to three hundred dollars on a six thousand dollar balance. That if you only made the minimum payment, you'd pay nine nine thousand dollars in interest right. over the course of seventeen yep. years. years. It would take you yeah. to pay down that debt. This will yeah. get it done in that window and you'll be, you know, it's, it's a much better deal. Final point, and this is really important. If anybody listening is in credit card debt or think you're getting out underwater, contact a nonprofit credit counselor. They really do work. You want to go to nfcc.org. That's the National Foundation for Credit Counseling. They have free nonprofit. They have nonprofit credit counselors who work for you. No gimmicks, no pay money, and will solve all. Magically go away, but they can negotiate rates lower with with your creditors. They can put things together. They can make you a budget so you stay on track. The first visit is usually for free. They can find a person in your area. Nfcc.org. And John, I've done stories on people who were sixty, eighty thousand in debt. And in four years, they had paid it all off using a nonprofit credit counselor and were in the process of banking a down payment on a house. It really does work. They can help you get out of that hole. And some of the tools that they use, are, you made reference to, they help you uh, decide on a budget. Um, what else? What, examine. They help you, you set know. up a budget so you can know like, well, I'm spending too much on here. Yeah. I've got to make some cuts yeah. and here's where yeah. I can cut. They can also negotiate with creditors. Uh, they they can because they have deals with the creditors. They say, look, we're going to get your money, but how about instead of having you know twenty two percent interest, how about yeah. we knock it down to fifteen because you know you're going to get your money back, and we're going to work with this person to get the money back. So they they really and they're they're like to hold your hand and help you get through the process. It's a, it's a really 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 great process. NFCC.org. I can't speak highly enough about them. Uh, why don't you uh, mention your podcast? 
Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Consumerpedia.org is uh, where all the podcasts are for Checkbook.org. The latest Mm -hmm. one on credit cards just went up. And uh, there's several other great ones on there. We just did AI and cyber scams, which we talked to you about. Everything we talked to you is on there. And then you can find all of my other stories uh, on uh, checkbook.org. And for those listening, because I hear from your listeners all the time, John, Good. if you want to sign up for my newsletter, just great. go to consumerman.com and you'll get my weekly newsletter. And you can write me through the website and I answer your listeners. They say I've heard you on Landecker. I write personal responses to everyone. Wow. So consumerman.com if I can possibly help you. Well, thanks, Herb. And also, thanks for the shot in the arm, knowing that people actually respond to what we're doing. That's always yeah. good to know. Oh, yeah. always, it's always, oh, they love, they love you, John, oh, as we all do. You. Oh, yes, of <laughs> course. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you dress up as Halloween for? Uh, well, actually, I didn't, but oh, okay. I had an idea. I did have an idea. Okay. So recently, I completed a round of cataract surgery. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yes. And it was very successful. And okay. I, I don't need glasses to do most things, but I do need okay. little reading glasses, you know, at the end of your nose or whatever. Sure. If I want right. to look at that, you can buy at the drugstore for like, what, 12 bucks or something. You know yep. what I mean? Exactly. Yep. So I thought I looked in the mirror when I was had the glasses on and I thought, well, I could go as Ben Franklin. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was a pirate. Did you really go out as a pirate? I, yeah, because we have we have the thing here called the Seafair Pirates in Seattle. So I was a Seafair yeah. Pirate one year. So I have a pirate outfit. And then when they, I open the door, I go, Arg! And I scare <laughs> the little ones. <laughs> ah, the other side of the of Herb Weisbaum. <laughs> the consumer man. <laughs> Thanks for being with us here. I look forward to doing it again. Thanks, John. Be well. You too.